You are listening to a Best Of series only on Lance J Plus. I love all sorts of production. I want to get into the producer, the producer to write the production assistant to writer to assistant writer to showrunner right. thing i my biggest dream is to get my own tv show on the air one day um but kind of what is so, but, so be a little bit more descriptive um do you want to do a political show do you want to be like um who's the guy that did comedy central the, the, the guy from not him the, the guy from not them. john stewart not not him, the guy from South Africa. Trevor Noah. Uh, Trevor Noah. Mm. Trevor, Trevor Noah. You want to be like him, like more comedic? You want to be Don Lemon? In the same um, way that... You know, Anderson Cooper. You yeah. want to be Sean Hannity? I mean, just, who, <laughs> Probably who not, not Sean. Sean, not Sean, Sean might not be number one on hey, the list. Hey, man, Sean Hannity is, is making a lot of money. He's though. making a lot of money. He Tucker might, Carlson might just... going straight Tucker to Carlson just got signed yeah. to Twitter. He's probably making even more. Now, I saw, I saw that Fox hit him with a cease and desist, though. I think that Fox and Fox in his contract, yeah, because he has a, a Twitter deal. Yeah, but in his contract, when he exited Fox, I think that they said like you got to non compete, like you can't go somewhere else. For I a didn't year. know so, that. Yeah, Fox is Fox. Oh, is that's suing. unfortunate. Fox is suing. So it's not unfortunate, man. It's just that uh, you know, even though I'm a, I think a that I think guy, that comes from the settlement in the. Um, Dominion. Okay. Yeah, it all comes from that. That's that's why they we don't know that for sure. But oh, that's we, what I, I mean, but that's we, have, my but we have common sense. Okay. Anyone with common sense, <laughs> they whacked him. He had the number one show in cable news. Yeah, but yeah. you know, when you when you get involved, and that's why I tell people. People ask me about media all the time, and and just my experience. I've been blessed to you know I've been on the radio for eight years. I've been doing this full time for three years. But you got to be careful of, of what you say. You got to use words like alleged and, and it happens. possibly. And, you know, when you are a part of a, a conspiracy, a media conspiracy to state that elections were rigged and, and there's some um, iron hand behind the curtain that's making decisions, it doesn't matter who you voted for, they're going to make the decisions for you. I mean, there are repercussions. Yeah, I mean, you, so you, you get Han- Hannity's not what I'm going for. Um, okay, so not Hannity. Goals in the same I way. I see you being a little Don Lemon. No, Thanks, CNN, I appreciate CNN, it. CNN Someone said I used to look like Don I don't to, think that's sitting true. Next to, sitting next to Abby. I don't know if I know and, Abby. Uh, yeah, um, she's the African American young. Uh, lady. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's the, cute. The anchor. She just, had, um, just came back from having a baby. Really, Abby Phillips. Yeah. Good for Abby. Yeah. Good job, Abby. No, um, maybe not the Hannity route. I, right. in the same way that people will become photographers or become managers just so they can work in the sports industry, I am mm-hmm. that way in all of the comedy industry. Like, okay, I love sitcoms. I love TV shows and all that jazz. All so, right. could I, if I could write for the Daily Show, that would be the most amazing thing. If I could write for SNL, that would be the most amazing thing. If I could get on SNL, that would be the most amazing. Thing thing um but at, at the biggest main goal is for me to get like a sitcom type tv show so you would so let's i want to make the next that. office let's unpack that so the next office is on now it's called abbott elementary it's basically the, the <laughs> it's really exact, good it, my wife doesn't like it it's, it's actually the same people that i know are teachers yeah but she like told me abbott she elementary my mom likes it okay well so your mom likes it but good. your wife doesn't like the office she does. So That's she's. True. I don't know really what her, her. I actually her don't know style. what her sense of humor is. Yeah, not, I don't need. I don't. Need she's a funny person. Yeah, just, I but I don't know what she's actually into. That yeah. show's actually the same as Parks and Rec. It's more. Parks it's and a lot Rec. like Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah, Parks. It's all the same. Genre. It's a young woman who's um, ambitious about her right. government-funded career. Right. Who wants to change the system right. and help people, but she has to argue with the older matriarch or patriarch in the field, who's kind of more cynical and jaded towards the That's industry, true. and the peers around them who are on the same level as them, kind of rally together to 
make change for the better. But I love shows like that because when you watch it, I mean, it makes you care for people. It normalizes people, humanizes people. It makes you think about people who are, we, we have so many terrible things going on in the world and it's just right. like, you forget, there's actually real superheroes out there. So you like well-written comedies. I love well-written comedies. Not, not, not slapstick stuff, so you don't, Pro- I mean, you don't. I, I, can, I can appreciate it all. Okay. SNL's that. You don't, SNL, you think SNL slapstick? It, it can be sometimes. I mean, after, after Weekend Update. But they've produced some of the best comedians. You For know, sure. Just, you know, back in my day, to date myself, you know, Eddie Murphy was on SNL. Chris Rock. He saved was SNL. On, was on SNL. Um, you know, I remember, I remember Will Ferrell being on mm-hmm. SNL, and he was he was Fallon fantastic. Uh, Fallon, I was a big Bowler. fan of, I'm trying to think, uh, he passed away recently. Um, what did he do? Had cancer. He was one of. He was the. Uh, oh yeah, Norm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Norm, Norm McDonald. McDonald. He got was, fired from NBC. Was, Warren was Little. Fantastic. Uh, he wasn't good in sitcoms. He was really good on SNL, and and then a lot of the the ladies um, in in comedy who had some great. You know, Tina Fey had some really remarkable yeah. people come through there, and I guess a lot of them started off as writers. So so that makes sense. Now, why Hollywood versus New York? Um, it's not one in particular. That's just okay. kind of where more specific jobs is. Uh, okay. New York's a, a slight mecca, but Hollywood is the mecca mecca. So, but so, no, I mean, if I could work in uh, Thirty Rock, right. uh, like Rock- Rockefeller Center, right. on any of those shows, Channel Sixteen right. at Jimmy Fallon or Channel Nineteen at Seth Meyers, okay. that'd be amazing. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're uh, maybe start in L.A. Uh, we might do film school afterwards. I'm not sure. Right. Kind of just thinking about it through. Creating- now, where are some of the Where are some of the film schools? Where are some of the good film schools? There? UCLA, right. USC, UCLA. maybe NYU. We'll see. All right. Yeah, well, a lot of comedians actually go to school in Chicago. That's which is cool so too. what is I know? So I got when I got my master's degree, you know, I had to take um, you had to take the GMAT test and you know I tested well and was able to get a scholarship like what's the test that you have to take you just gotta make good projects okay so oh so it's you don't go in there and audition or anything like that like you're actually showing them you uh, apply in the same way that you'd apply to any undergrad but right. normally it's it's with a submission of, of writing and or visual right. that you make specifically for that project. now what are some of the things because Oakwood has um the Oakwood University which you know I broadcast from Oakwood and a lot of people that listen to this show know that I do uh, I'm the voice of the Oakwood Ambassadors, and very, very proud nice. of that. And uh, we're actually expanding. you do a good job. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know that you've ever heard it. Um, I think I, I have. Yeah. I I am very proud of that. And we are actually going to be expanding our coverage of the Ambassadors, which is not easy because the Ambassadors were four and twenty-six uh, last year, so it's not the easiest yeah. thing in the world to to cover them. But <laughs> just proud to support our alma mater and trying to figure out how we can help raise money for scholarships and all of that stuff. Um, Oakwood has a really good media center. Like they yeah. have, they have, they didn't have that when I was there. I mean, good communication have, program. They have good stuff. They have good equipment. Uh, they have some, uh, shout out to, to Jonathan Johnson, uh, AKA fab. I mean, they, they have some real talented people there. Have you had an opportunity to use some of those facilities to create content? Of course, yeah. Okay. My freshman year, me and my friends made a sitcom. We do projects there all the time. Um, okay. Did a really fun black history panel in February where basically had, did a discussion about like black culture and, and, and questions about uh, current politics and current affairs. It's really fun. Now, how much... This is fascinating how much, if you're just tuning in, I have, I have Pax Fordham, who's, who's been interning with us during the summers for, for three years now. And he's, you know, he comes on a couple of times every summer to kind of give us updates. And, and he's really good with politics. Uh, Pax is much more talented than myself, uh, uh, better looking than me, okay. you know, smarter than me. You really, you really sell a, yourself has a, short, has man. A, has a higher ceiling. <laughs> 
than me. And you know, my wife taught Pac, so I think yeah. she, she poured out. she poured a lot of of, of her skills into him. But you know, I think very highly of of your father. Your father did my my marriage counseling, and, cool and you know, was my pastor for many years. And and I've seen your brothers. Now you're not the hooper. Your little brother is the one that's the ball. Nah, player, I right? tried to be in a in a past life, but yeah, yeah, younger one plays basketball. Okay, it was a good season. He's different than the two of y'all. He's a he's different. That's what people say, and I don't yeah, understand why. Yeah, he's different. Why he got, people? Say? He got a little bit more edge than okay. y'all. Man, usually the baby. Is it just because he has dreads or something? Usually, it's, nah, you're racist. Little, it's because he's dark skin. Nah, it's just the way that he you're walks. Racist. It's the way that he walks. <laughs> and got you. And carries. Himself. It's because of the tactile like, on his knee. He's got he's got little little bit of a uh, he got that Obama walk. He's kind of got that okay that little strength. Right, that That's pretty good. His walk. Like he's 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 built a little. You play ball, right? Different than that. Past tense. I mean, I played at Pine Forest. I mean, I was, I'm old. I'm not in college or anything, though. No, no. You can still hoop at 45. No, no, not me. Why not? Not with my knees. It's, it's, okay. it's a it's it's a wrap. But so tell us, kind of walk us through. So in a perfect scenario, so you graduate next year. What you're going out to Beverly Hills, you know, you get an apartment out in Beverly Hills. Maybe not Beverly or, Hills, but yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you're you know, saying somewhere. perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah, scenario? well, I mean, just a realistic scenario. I'm not perfect, real, perfect, realistic scenario is that I go to um, film school and then maybe do some screenwriting right. degrees and right. then start writing some space. Would you be living in a dorm or would you be? Yeah, maybe. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You dorm apartment. It doesn't really matter. And, and then maybe from working odd jobs like production assistants or maybe trying to become a writer's assistant on a show, maybe I can get my spec scripts out there and start running for a, becoming a staff writer in TV, which wow. I know is hard in this uh, climate with I the writer. You're talented writer. though. I mean, it's just, well, with the writer's strike and stuff, talent. that's what I'm saying. But yeah. Oh, well, you think that, now what do you think about the writer's strike? I didn't even, I didn't even think to ask you about that. What do you think? Because I've talked about it on the show um, do you think that Netflix and Hulu and there's just so many opportunities? I mean, I personally, you know, for I'll give you an example. I talked to Urban One and I talked to um, different companies about syndicating my show. Yeah. And, you know, I said that this is how much money I want to syndicate my show. I didn't get what I wanted. And I was just like, well, I can syndicate my own show. I raise my own sponsors. I pay for the radio time myself. Well, my sponsors pay for the radio time, and we just go affiliate by affiliate. If uh, if it's doing well in Seattle, we keep it on. If it's not, we turn it off. If it's doing well in Atlanta, yeah. we keep it on. You know, we're we're on affiliates across the country, and I have a self syndication model. I don't really need to go through a major. Now, I'm never going to make millions of dollars mm-hmm. unless I go through a major, but I can make a living doing it now. And it's just you couldn't have done that back in the day. And I think with different types of mediums of entertainment. You can do so much more independently. I mean, I see people on TikTok getting 10 million views. Sure. And they're just making so much money and they're successful. They don't need to go, you know, I think back in the day when we were, when we were, well, we were not the same age. I think when I was growing up, you had to go through Nickelodeon or you had to go through you know, TNT or, or USA or one of those conglomerates mm-hmm. to get content out. Nowadays, and if I, you have a name for yourself, you can just go to TikTok and, and collect the money. And, and I specifically different. love that platform so much, that right. model now. The industry is a place where we're seeing stories told by right. people you would never see on TV. Uh, Asian people, Indian right, people, right, black right, people, right, white right. people are all making content LGBTQ, about their lives. Yeah, yeah, about their lives, yeah. about their stories that are so interesting. Yeah. I think a problem about that is we aren't giving the proper... Um, resources to make that lifestyle 
affordable for a lot of writers. So, and it, it, it's, a, it's a big thing that has to do with data. So back in the day, like you could look at Nielsen ratings and know mm. my show is this popular. I should be able to negotiate my profits right. because I know how many people are watching. Right. There's actually no way of a person actually knowing how many people are viewing your stuff on HBO or Hulu or Netflix. I didn't besides know the little top 10. Yeah, no, okay. and, and, and companies specifically. But you do know how many people are viewing it on TikTok though. They, you do, you do. You do. But on like the that. streamers, you specifically, they specifically keep that information shut right. because they do not want but to do you think Instagram or TikTok go to a model where you can just put you know an hour or so or movie it's great on there yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. They, do you think that they're going to go into that model I, I think now you got to break it up into small I wouldn't think so I yeah. mean there's many people that make like three minute videos and just post yeah, 50 of them as a well, series but it's right. it's not really what you mean but the funny thing is with my show I used to do a three hour show really and when I reduced it and started doing shorter segments and shorter shows my, my ratings quadrupled I mean I think people digest their information in smaller bits now. I mean, if you, if you know, it's before your time, but the Rush Limbaugh days when yeah. he was, mm-hmm. you know, doing monologue radio for four hours yeah. every single day, Rest uh, people eat it, you know, people ate that up, but now you, you really can't do that anymore. It's just not, not something that you can Yeah. Do. I mean, we, we have long for a podcast. I mean, I'll listen to, people will listen to a three hour Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, maybe. I mean, it's just, if you're Joe Rogan, but but there's only one or two people that are at that status. I mean, even when Dave Chappelle does a podcast, he keeps his stuff relatively short. And I think that that's a part of his I haven't listened to his podcast in a while. Thus, uh, Dave Chappelle shows up three, four times a year. And he's, it's like know, Donald Rawlings. An hour and a half, and, and he, doesn't, he doesn't oversaturate you with, with content, and I think that's dope about him. What we're going to do, so I have, I have Pax Fordham. Uh, we're out here in, in Gillisville at Moss Wright Park taking in a little bit of, of baseball. What I'm going to do, I'm going to cut to a break, and I'm going to bring Pax back. We're going to talk a little bit more about current events and, and his career in media. More Lance J Radio Network after these questions. Live from the Paragon 7 studio, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. James Lewis. Five seconds left on the clock. I don't think AM is watching the clock. Has to shoot a long three. Oh! Made it! He pulled up from Gehenna at the, at the end of the shot clock. Messiah Thompson. Oh my! Oh my! That might have been the dagger. That might have been the dagger. That is definitely the dagger. That might have been the dagger. I don't know if he made that on skill or luck. But the shot clock was winding down. AM didn't realize, and Messiah Thompson had to pull up and shoot that, and he cashed it out again. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. This is James Lewis, host of the Lance J Radio Network HealthCast series. When I was a quality executive, I spent many years working with Episource on chart retrieval, coding, and their analytics platform. This is the time of year where health plans are focused on their final push for risk adjustment to close out 2021 dates of service. Identify HCC gaps. Stratify at both the member and provider level with Episource Analyst. Episource combines intelligent technology and a team with many years of subject matter expertise. For a demonstration request, go to www.episource.com. Matthew, Little Caesars is now the official pizza of the NFL. Let's hear it. Pizza, pizza. 
again. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. No! Pizza, pizza! We're ready! Enjoy game day with a Fanceroni pepperoni with over 100 Old World pepperonis. Pizza, pizza. I'm the latest hashtag challenge, and everyone on social media is trying me. I'm trending so hard that hashtag common sense can't keep up. This is going to get tens and tens of views. But if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, you could be left to pay for this yourself. Get Allstate and be better protected from mayhem for a whole lot less. I ain't snitching on nobody from Harlem, man. I give you a couple cats down in D.C. doing their thing, out of town doing their thing, but um, I'm not snitching on nobody in Harlem because when I come home, I'm still going to be the king. You are listening to the Lanch J Radio Network.